As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Well, you know what that sound means, folks. It's time for another basketball podcast called The Air Buds. I am one of your hosts, Jamel Johnson. I'm the other of your hosts, Peter Moses. Uh, Mike Benner is uh, getting a week off. Like LeBron, we sent him back to L.A. to get some work done on his knee. Cannot confirm or deny anything other than knee soreness. Getting some pig tendons. Yeah. Whatever the 2022 version of Kobe and Dirk getting their blood swirled in Germany is. Yeah, didn't they go out? I remember that. Everyone, everyone was like, is this illegal? And we're like, ah, fuck it. It's basketball. Who gives a shit? And then Kobe comes back with the Turkish Airlines deal sewed up. <laughs> Suddenly, <laughs> Turkish Airlines billboards are everywhere. He's got new blood. Yo, shout out to, uh, first of all, check out Airbuds at Airbuds Pod on Twitter, Patreon at Airbuds Pod. Um, Leave us a review, and um, maybe we'll read them one day. Uh, and then shout out to Big Screen Sports, who had us on. We did a Like Mike yes, sir, uh, yes, sir. review show. And I think my favorite joke from Like Mike was Dirk Nowitzki's. When he had Bow Wow oh, yeah. sign, he's like, hey, would you sign this autograph? It's for my niece. He's like, what's what, what's your niece's name? Uh, Dirk Nowitzki. <laughs> <laughs> I was I think that was the best joke. That was the best joke. Saying that reminded me the show is obviously a little more fun and funny when Mike Benner is here. But you know what we get to do, Peter. Baby, dad is out on a work trip and you and I Ooh! get to talk about football. Football, football, football. I started a whole other football podcast cuz I couldn't talk about football with Mike <laughs> I know if Mike let us talk about football, what would your friends named Dan do? Dog, they'd be they'd be happy. They'd have families. Basically, I <laughs> I have prevented my friends from starting a family, and I make them podcast with me. I uh, I mean, you know, similar to your wizard sadness, like everything I see in football is just through a spectrum of how Baker Mayfield makes me feel about my life. And uh, I'm not going to claim wizard sadness. It's not wizard sadness. It's wizard's reality. I've come to terms with my reality and I'm not sad anymore. Anyone, by the way, if you are listening to this podcast, it is worth you to subscribe to our Patreon just for a month 
at minimum, just so you can hear Jamel's full rant about the Wizards. Um, I do say, I say some regrettable stuff. I, <laughs> I honestly, that was one of the first times on this podcast where I was like, I will let Jamel, I will let you say whatever you want at any point and have no regrets. I That was the first time where I was like, I don't know. I'm not sure about this. Yeah, I could tell. <laughs> I could hear it in your voice, but I didn't care. The way I felt at that time, I just couldn't be stopped. Oh, I mean, it was just like, because I mean, listen, I do uh, this podcast with you and um, you know what? I'm not even going to go there. Listen to the Patreon, uh, <laughs> download it. Uh, but um, a lot of like, honestly, my day was going great watching football. And then Johnny Manziel just started going after Cleveland for no reason. On Twitter? On Twitter. Just absolutely going after it. Um, and, uh, you know, Johnny Menzel, Baker Mayfield, it's just really hard seeing Joe Burrow be this, another Southern Ohio big quarterback who's going to just torture the Browns for the next 25 years, just the same way Ben Roethlisberger did. Guess what? He's smoking stoves all over your building for the next decade. And the kid is amazing. But unlike fucking like Rapelstein, who was in fucking Pittsburgh, like he's awesome. I'm not going to be ma- like. I'm 34 now. I have a child who pooped in my hand this morning. Like, I'm not going to be like mad at some kid for being cool as shit just because he plays for the Bengals. The Nike chain was an interesting look, but I, you know, I respect it more than like a choker. If he was rocking diamond chokers like Tyree Kill. I would have been very upset with him. There is something just also like so fucking corny about Patrick Mahomes. And it is incredibly satisfying. It's not to watch Pat's that fault, dude. Man. Yeah, I mean it's not his fault, but like it's his family's fault, man. It's Jackson's Jackson fault. Br- Jackson and Brittany got him fucked up, man. Who do you blame more between Jackson and Brittany? Brittany. Well, why? Classic why? misogyny, I mean, Brittany. Because <laughs> they've been dating since he was like two. Yeah, but like, you that's still the family that you choose. Yeah. Jackson, like, I, 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 he represents to me everything that I hate about myself and the world. Sure. You wearing jackets with your name misspelled on the front? Just like, you know, the fear of just being an imposter. I feel like I'm never good enough for anything that I do. Every like every day I wake up and I'm like, someone's gonna find out that I am a talentless, stupid, oh, a, a fraud. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. I, I, I have that. And that guy, like, wakes up every morning and like writes fraud in the mirror on his fucking forehead, like the Joker. And then goes and like creates TikTok dances. Just the, the lack of shame, almost. It feels Joker esque to me. I'm like, how? Do, like, how do you have this much? Like, he is the embodiment of imposter syndrome, bro. And I, the shame that he must that he doesn't feel subsequently lives on his brother. And I feel like that's what makes him a worse quarterback. The way Pat was playing today, he was scared to 
He was scared to make some throws. He where was Tyreek Hill? Dude, he was choking himself with a diamond necklace. <laughs> I can't believe he was out there with a choker on. I it was. I mean, it just looked it looked discombobulated. Nah, you know what it was. What it was was. I think Pat was hurt and wasn't telling us something was up with his legs. Because all them plays that he was making in the Bills game, he turned down in this Bengals game. He was instead of stepping up in the pocket, he was running backwards. End of the half, he has the whole right field to side of the field to himself to walk in. He could have walked in like NFL blitz. He could have skipped with the ball in his hand, <laughs> like a fucking like a loaf of. Um, you know what I'm saying? Some 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 sort of fruitcake, some sort of banana walnut. But well, yeah, he didn't want to run. What's a more problematic NFL video game? NFL Blitz or NFL Street? Oh, Blitz for sure. Just because like you make like you make a tackle and your your player turns into a human missile. Yeah, and everybody's bill all roided out. It's just the patriarchy. It's <laughs> all up and through uh, there. Yeah. I there's a little like there's just he gets a little farvy sometimes. But I actually thought Cincinnati just did a good job of keeping him kind of contained too. It's like, okay, just drop back Yeah. Seven good. guys every time. Who cares? Good halftime adjustments, good uh adjustment by Burrow. Knew exactly when to escape the pocket. He got so good at being sacked. He knew exactly when to get the fuck up out of it. <laughs> it was Joe Burrow in the second half being like, I was born in the dark. Yeah. You don't know how to run around? Dude, don't host, I got sacked 80 times this year. My life was a sack. I know exactly what this is. Uh, here's a he question that- from the uh, the Discord. Oh, did you have a yes. funny one queued up? My bad. Anyway. No, 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 please. I had nothing good to say. English Breakfast J asked Peter, would you be more upset if Odell won a Super Bowl or the Bengals? Okay, I for anybody listening to this podcast, I made a I produced and uh co-wrote Brownstown for Blue Wire, which is all about my fandom for the Browns and like chronicling how fucking terrible they've been for 20 years coming back. And I think if you ever spend some time and go into the Browns Twitterverse, it's a dark, sad place of just like, it's like eating itself, basically, of just like so much hatred and pain and vitriol. Mm-hmm. And there was a tweet I saw today before the games that said, if you don't, ro- if you're not rooting for the Chiefs and the Niners, you're not a real Browns yeah. fan. And I just like, like, what fucking purity tests, eugenics, Nazi bullshit are we living in where like, I have to feel a certain way about teams that aren't my fucking team. Like Odell won. Odell was right. I went on fucking sorry we love football and was like, Odell's gonna be wrong and everybody's gonna be stupid. Yeah. And he and he thrived. And good for fucking him. No, you know what the truth is? Matt Stafford is just that good. Matt Stafford is awesome, which is why all of my frustration and vitriol goes towards upgrading Baker. Um, I'm happy for the Bengals. The Bengals are a miserable fucking franchise. Also, Cincinnati, a terrible place to live. Terrible place to live. It's 
basically in Kentucky, no offense to many fine people in Kentucky or Cincinnati, but it's not, they suck. That sucks. Yeah. I mean, not ideal, but I'm happy. Like, but I'm happy for them. Like why, why not? I'm happy for them. Joe Burrow's fucking awesome. I'm happy for both of them. What a fun fucking Super Bowl It's going to be. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm very stoked for the, um, the contrast in helmet colors. It's a good looking color scheme. What's the line for the Super Bowl right now? I mean, there's got to be Rams by, what do you think? What uh, uh, a, t- a tenth of a point. Oh, you think so? They're going to say Rams by two and a half. <laughs> oh, I, th- I think it's going to be Rams by like four or five. Which, shit, I'll take it. Let's see. I'm fucking with them Rams. Um, We have... Rams three and a half right now. See what I tell you. There we go. I I think it's just because like the Rams also don't blow the doors off of anybody. But like, I don't know, man. Their front is so their defense is just so solid. And this is the first time I think this is the first time in NBA history or NFL history a Super Bowl is gonna happen at somebody's home stadium. Yeah, every everybody thinks they have a chance when it happens. I think uh the one time it was cold in New York, you know, everybody's like the Giants got to Was that like Odell's last year? It might have been. I don't know, something I, crazy. I mean, Odell was a huge part of this. I listen, to answer the question, happy for both of them. I would happy I don't care, whatever. You know what? I've gotten over a lot because just the, the dealing with the fact that uh, the Washington football team is terrible. Like when I realized we're the villains, I kind of let all that cowboy shit go. But the cowboy stuff is also glorious for you because you always know, like that they're still going to fail. Like, yeah, yeah, it's like a Groundhog Day situation where like you just replace the people: Jason Garrett, Bill Parcell, Mike McCarthy. Tony Romo, Dak Prescott, like there's going to be some unbelievably depressing slip on a banana peel way they're going to end their season. Every yeah, year, no but this what. year was the first time where I was just like, oh, maybe it won't go that way for them. Maybe they'll actually do it. I know Mike McCarthy's dumb as shit, but it seemed like he was dumb in all the right ways. Sometimes working for an idiot is good. You've seen The Office. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'll still irrationally, like, I'll never root for the Steelers or the Ravens, but Cincinnati, like, whatever. Is there, who, who do you fucking, like, irrationally hate in your division? Hold on, Peter, but for real though, have you seen The Office? Yeah, dude, I've seen The Office. Okay, my bad, I just want to make sure. Uh, Yeah, you know who I hate the most? Honestly, yeah, dude, Philly I'm, now. I'm the Pam of this show. That's true. <laughs> you're pam and i'm pam's uh first boyfriend yeah ryan yeah or no not ryan uh what's his name whatever uh oh boy from the fucking from the from the warehouse pam's fiance pam's first boyfriend is roy roy yeah to answer your question though the eagles fair fair just because there's they have so many fans they have so many fans in there everywhere. And every every time I turn around, there's an Eagles fan in did Los you, Angeles. How much did you 
not enjoy silver? Like, what? How much of your hatred for the Eagles allowed you to never enjoy Silver Linings Playbook? Oh, dude, I haven't even watched it. Honestly, it's not a great movie. I thought everybody said it was good. I thought Chris Tucker was in it. I can't remember. It's been a minute. Okay. We got our we we've got some football talk. By the way, who are you picking? You taking Bengals? Three and a half? You taking the points? I think I'm taking the I'm thinking taking the Rammies. I think this Same is actually dude. the this this is actually the time to bet on the Rams before the line moves, right? I think so. Because I think it's gonna it's gonna shift, right? Yeah, should probably get on it now. Should I just put like a thousand dollars on the Rams? Uh is that better than the $1,000 we were talking about spending as a as a podcast? Maybe. Um, well, I mean, <laughs> no. Thing? No, it's not. But what if I'm I double stuck? up? What I'm if I double up? Um, well, I mean, if I make some shmoney moves here as well, then maybe we'll, uh, we should get in on that. Well, yo, let me know. Let me know. I got to log back into my thing. I'll, I'll t- we'll talk. Is it fucked up if you're betting your child's college fund before their... A well, month if, old. Yo, if they don't, I'm all right. I forgot. Yeah, he is out, and you're holding him in your hand and stuff. But you got some time to play with that. I mean, I can I can win it back. Is the thing I got 17 years and 11 months to win it back. Yeah, yeah. Come on, man. And I mean, by the time that fool's getting ready for college, you know, we're gonna be taking pods to Mars. Like, it ain't yeah, dude, be, it's yeah. gonna be underwater college, and it's gonna be free. Yeah, finally. That'll be that'll be when they make college free. When there's when yeah. there's no more land. That's it. Underwater college. Um <laughs> Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus. Woo! This fall, the Disney Bundle has all the action. Holy smokes! Watch live NFL and college football games on ESPN Plus. On Disney Plus, there's Loki Season 2. It's on its way. And Ahsoka. Buckle up. And on Hulu, you can watch The Boogeyman and Welcome to Wrexham. Oh my God, the expectation. All of these and more streaming this fall with a Disney bundle. Blackouts and restrictions apply. 18 plus only. Access content from each service separately. Offer valid for eligible subscribers only. Terms apply. I do feel like watching the Eastern Conference this year feels like NFL regular season. Um, Talk to me. Go on. The teams, like the the top six seeds, are separated by two games. Tonight, recording this on a Sunday, the Cavs lost an awful game to uh, the Pistons, and it felt like a detrimental season-crushing loss. First, like kind of really bad loss they've had that they just shouldn't have, like had, had no business giving the game up, but like. That knocks them probably, I think, down to the fifth seed right now. And they were, like, about to be the two seed. It just feels like the East, yes, you've got the Suns and the Jazz, who have kind of, sorry, the Suns uh, and the Warriors who have separated themselves. But, like, you know, like two and a half games separates the Nets and the sixth seed and the Heat at the one seed. And only two games in the loss column. So, like, when we watch the NFL and then we you know, pretend like we don't when we talk to Benner, like mm-hmm. every week feels like it sways the entire season. And every night when I watch these fucking Eastern Conference games or that fucking triple overtime, beautiful game in Miami that the Raptors pulled out, um, it just feels like it has like a NFL feel where like the weight of these games 
feel like they're incredibly significant for the end of January, especially in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, it's a logjam because finally this is the better conference, dude. This is what the West was like for, you know, a decade and a half. It's wild. It's wild that, like, it just, uh, it's, I mean, the Celtics and, and the Hawks, you, you guys are fucked. You guys, are you guys out of the plan yet? Yeah, Probably. I mean, yeah, you guys we're, are you know, well, I guess we'll finally tank for real. I mean, shit is bad. I don't, I don't know if I'll watch another Wizards game for at least till March. All right. You have to adopt three league pass teams that aren't the Wizards right now on Monday for Monday, January 31st and beyond. Okay. Yeah. And then I'll just watch them and then I'll just. You know, just be fair and balanced, like like Fox News and them. Yeah, who for Fox? Yeah, <laughs> you are the five for Fox News. So give me the three teams that right now you would you would be adopting, not to like you know pa- passionately root for, but to like kind of have a just like fun basketball. Yeah, fun I basketball. Like you you put them into your Google Calendar, so you're getting alerts twenty minutes before their games start. Like, who are the three teams? And I need at least one from each, con- each conference. Memphis. Absolutely. Great call. You know, let's let's start where we start. John Morant, a beautiful man. Uh, I love that uh, Stephen Adams getting his redemption tour. I love me some Memphis. Memphis is probably the feel-good story of the season right now. You can't say no. Who says no? Peace to Tyus Jones. We'll see you next year. Good luck in Sacramento. <laughs> All right. Memphis is your first team you're adopting. Yeah. All right. Uh, give me an Eastern Conference team you're adopting. I don't want to say anybody like obvious. I mean, uh, you, you know, have to watch them. I ha- I have to watch them? That. Yeah. You like, you're like, you're, you're going to make a concerted effort. It's as close to basketball homework as you're going to get that you're kind of volunteering for. I mean, can I just count the Ball Brothers as one slot? I think that's a fair. I was, I kind of was thinking you were going to say Charlotte because Charlotte um, and Chicago are that's must watch. I the I wanted the correct answer is Charlotte, but because of my bum ass Wizards allegiance. It's hard for me to pick a direct division like opponent. It, that that's understandable, and it does feel like Chicago really got on. Like Grace and Allen really fucked their shit up. Um, with Lonzo being out for a, a, at least I think three or four more weeks, and then we're not going to see fucking Caruso until like March. Yeah, so you know, I mean, Vucevic is much must see TV. But, like, towards the end of must-see TV, like, you know, <laughs> when it was, like, men behaving badly and, like, Boston Common and... Like, right, the one that the one that goes on right before the 11 o'clock news. Yeah, the 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 tail end of the run. I, I think, let's just call it Charlotte, because I think that's right. Because, like, they're, you know, but they lost to a Luke Kennard-led Clippers tonight, or this afternoon, which was... I want to just give a shout out though to 
fucking uh, Ty Lue. Ty Lue um, has the Clippers at 500 in the seventh seed. Haven't hasn't had Kawhi all fucking year. Paul George has been out now for what, like a month, and is planning on probably getting season-ending surgery. <gasps> Clippers are fine. Clippers, the Clippers are fun when everyone's stacked against them, and it's sad. The Clippers can go to hell. <laughs> um. <laughs> all right, who's your third team? Well, you know, that's just to give a shout out. To the players who are highly watchable, but their team is not. Josh Giddy. Okay. So you're going Thunder. Uh, you're Tyrese Halliburton's. The, I think uh, the Kings have lost. I think like the Kings like point differential in the last like four games is like minus 36. It's awful. Uh Trey Lyles. Speaking of Detroit, Trey Lyles is on a uh on a on a great run right now. The 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 Trey Lyles Revenge Tour is live and in full effect in Detroit right now. Take a look. Peek on in there. Uh, obviously, just the Knicks, Bing Bong. Uh, that that um, the uh, Puerto Rican kid on the Pelicans. Yes, uh, yes, the Bing Bong, the Bing Bong Pelicans, dude. Yeah, yeah, that uh, dude. Um. What is that kid's name? That kid's name is what the fuck is that kid's name? I keep wanting to say Jose Feliciano, but that would just <laughs> it's Alvarado. Just say, Jose Alvarado. Jose Alvarado. Yeah. Shout out to you, the most New York sounding dude. He literally sounded like he was on like side talk NYC in a post game interview. <laughs> he sounded like he was bagging my shit up at a bodega with a he, Bluetooth it, in. It was pretty cool to watch him thrive. And like the Nick dude, you don't want to watch the Knicks. The Knicks are sad as fuck. Yeah, the, the Knicks is not if I if I'm picking a third team it, it, I'ma tell you what, it for show sure ain't the Knicks. I uh if I do adopt three teams right now, I'd say I'm, I'd agree with you. I'm, I'd go Memphis. Um, I'd go Memphis. I'd go. God, I fucking. I never want to watch the Mavericks. I don't know why. Um, nah, you know what? You know who my last one is? Who's that? I don't give a shit. Minnesota. Yeah. Okay. Memphis. Wolves. Wolves are fun. And uh, I think I'm going to go Raptors. Honestly, like the teams, like other than like Memphis, like some of like the feisty five hundred teams, that's what it. Maybe that's just like the the parody this year too, makes it feel NFL ish. Um, yeah. Shout out to CNET. I will always watch the Spurs. I will always watch the Spurs. Um, well, you won't be seeing any Spurs this year in All Star starting, um, because the starters were announced. This last weekend on TNT. Um, and I didn't know this because I'm a bad basketball podcast host. But so there's three different categories for how the players are voted as starters. It's 50% to the fans, which feels way too much. 25% mm -hmm. to the players and 25% to the media. Um, and so the starters are, of course, in the East. 
DeMar DeRozan, Giannis Tentacumpo, Kevin yes. Durant, Joel yes. Embiid, yes. and Trey Young, which feels dead on. Yeah, and I mean, come on. The Hawks are the hottest team in basketball right now. <laughs> You're right. Maybe Trey, Trey Young does feel a little silly, to be honest. Why not? So I have the rankings here. No, he is. They, they literally, they won like eight games in a row. Yeah, no, you're right. They're hot. Um, and he was ranked two by the fans, two by the media, and three by the players. Um, right behind him was Zach Levine, who was uh, really had the same basic rating, uh, was just a little bit lower. James Harden, LaMelo Ball, Fred Van Vliet, Kyrie somehow getting in there above Darius Garland, which is madness. Um, Derek Rose and Jalen Brown. Okay. Then we get to the West. And just you uh, stop me when you hear a name that doesn't sound like it belongs with the other ones. Okay. LeBron James. Sure. Stephano Curry. Stephen J. Cannell, the writer ja of Morant. the series Hunter. Okay, yeah. Nikola Joker. Sure, sure, sure. Andrew Wiggins. All right, this sounds great. Now, granted, I was watching the Nets Warriors game last night, and the best player for the first half was absolutely Andrew Wiggins. But Dude, Andrew fucking Wiggins. I Doesn't think he, it... he got a spot for getting vaccinated. Is that is that all it was? This was everyone a part was of like, the deal. Yeah, he had to get the sauce. And in, in like everyone's like in hindsight, he put up the least resistance and just got the vax and started yeah. thriving. Yeah, yeah. So maybe it's a kind of like a nod to Kyrie or others being like, if you were to do this. You this is what I'll start too. Yeah. 18 points a game, 4.3 rebounds, 2.1 assists. Doesn't scream all-star starter to me. I I mean 18 a game is nothing to shake your sure. your, your baby father fist at. He was and the fan he basically got in because of the fan votes. The fan vote voted him third. Which is, um, I mean, what are the fans up to? Uh, he was, I don't know. I mean, but the, the players ranked him fifth. I mean, this is, I, they, honestly, maybe this is, this is the biggest indictment about the West being worse. <laughs> because behind him, it was Draymond, Paul George, Gobert, Carl Anthony Towns, Davis, Carmelo and DeAndre Hayden. He looked, the players looked up to him because he did get the vaccine before a lot of people. So once he proved that you actually don't die and your nuts won't explode, <laughs> they made him be the test bunny. I'm like, who's uh, supposed to get his spot? I'm looking at the, I'm just, all of the best players in the league at that position where are they you already got lebron on the team yeah i don't know who's a who's the best small forward in the west are you telling me anthony edwards should have his spot 
Are you telling me Brandon Ingram is having a better year than him? Maybe I need to just change my perspective. Yeah, man. And get but vaccinated really? too. I know you ain't I know you didn't get it yet. Oh man. I'm just looking at the I'm just looking at the best. I'm looking at the top fifty fantasy players in the league right now. Yeah. And you know, who am I looking at? What am I even looking at? It's all dudes in the East. The East and, and has Tatum. better players. Who, let's see. On of the forwards, because Giannis, definitely Jesus, Tatum, yeah. Brown. I'm definitely putting Jared Allen in there over Andrew Wiggins. If Andrew Wiggins is the benchmark, Jared Allen has been averaging like fucking 18 and 12 all year. I I see what you're saying, but no, I won't allow that. <laughs> what about Jimmy gonna... Butler? Okay, see, yeah, sure, Jimmy. But that's once again, we're talking about the wrong side of the side of the sides. I don't know. All right, I mean, is Dude, Robert Covington? But I guess, I guess the West just kind of is lame. I mean, someone from the West is going to be under 500 and in the playoffs. Yeah. Which in the West what? feels unprecedented. And it's going to be the Los Angeles Lakers. Guess what? Okay. LeBron has missed a bunch of games now with knee soreness. Concerning. Is And they lost to the Hawks today. The only nice thing about leaving LA is like I get to actually see Laker games on a regular basis. Oh, right. Because they really, they'll let you watch them over there. Yeah. Lucky bastard. It is. It is. It. I, I understand. Like, I usually will never relate to Laker fans or feel like they're constantly irrational. Um, but I do understand the vitriol of Russell, of like watching, like, those who have to watch Russell Westbrook play basketball consistently. Yeah. I, you know, having done it for a year. I can tell you, it's interesting. <laughs> that feels like a very safe way to say eight your soul. Yeah, that's how white ladies say they didn't like something. That was interesting. <laughs> huh? He was interested? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know about that. Exactly. I learned a lot. Yeah. Being in LA has taught me some things as well. What's the uh, nicest way you've learned to insult somebody to their face after being in Los Angeles for five years? Oh, that's good for you. Well, you know, good for you is a classic. You might get that. Uh, what's it? What's what about when you see one? someone do something, perform, or do stand up, or make a piece of art that, like, absolutely just uh you hate like yeah. i go up i'm i'm going up to jamel's art show and i bring the worst fucking cartoon piece of art that i hang up on your gallery wall and you say to me what way to go peter <laughs> i feel i feel that 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 felt disingenuous <laughs> way, to way to go man this is 
Man, that is really up there. Thanks, dude. It's my uh, um, abstract painting of Bernie Kosar. What's your favorite thing about it? Ah, oh, man. Just how present it is. How impressive it is? How present. It's present. I'm oh, it's present. present. It's very present. Yeah. It's very here in the now. Yeah. I mean, aren't we all? You know, like, what's your favorite? Is it the colors? Is it the patterns? Is it like, you know, what's your favorite thing about it? Peter, this painting look like some shit, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, and scene. Hey, here's another question for you from Tanner 6.0. Who's your NBA look like? And what NBA player, what NBA player, player does Peter's baby most look like? Your lookalike and Charlie's lookalike. Um, let's see. My baby's lookalike is definitely Rick Carlisle because they have the same hairline. Yeah, just Invisalign. Yep. Like if they if they let it grow, it would be you know bald on top. Yeah. And you're like Hartenstein uh, uh, with a beard. If Hartenstein had a beard, I'm gonna say like I was gonna say like. Uh, like whatever Andrew Bynum looks like or no, whatever uh, Andrew Bogut looks like now, like not in shape, probably got a long scraggly beard. Yeah. On the opposite side of the political spectrum, but like, you know, bringing a lot of that wily energy to it. I could give an Australian basketball team eight good minutes. That's hard. Hey, that's hard. Trying to think who my baby looks like from a player perspective. Caruso. Caruso vibes for sure. Yeah, I think so. Shiny head. Well proportioned. Yeah. Some neck issues. Although skin tone right now as a baby, probably a little closer to like a DiVincenzo than a Caruso. Baby DiVincenzo? Yeah. That's hard. Well, good. I like, yeah, I like that. Who's your lookalike? Although, Jamel, before I ask you that, actually, you know that viral video of the woman who is roasting the kid who, and the pickup game, who then calls his mom to start talking shit to the woman? No. Have you not seen this? (laughs) Oh my God. This woman posted a, a TikTok where, like, she was just like, Oh right, Abs- one of those just killing, destroying this, this kid, just like destroying this kid. But her game, and then the kid calls his mom. The mom comes to the pickup game and is talking shit to the woman who is the one woman on the floor, and she just continues to like destroy her son. I like that. Now she had some hook shots in there. And some three-pointers. Now, this is like the woman who posted it, the hero of the story, where I feel like I want you to watch this video because I feel like your game resembled some of this woman's game who was just like cooking. (laughs) So I know she's not an NBA player, but I definitely watched this video and I was like, if Jamel was to cook the shit out of somebody, it could look like this kind of game. It might go a little something like this. And scene. Um, 
the only time I ever cooked anybody, it was very, um, it was more Kyle Corver than anything. Mm-hmm. Same. When I was on I my, was just, yeah. No, go ahead. I no, yeah, that's coming the same around. For me. It was a pickup game in DC where I just I was just coming off every screen, killing this guy, and the guy was getting pissed because he's like, "Why is this fat guy killing me?" And I was like, "I don't know how this is happening either." I was just so in the zone. That's the best. My my mine was like more like kind of spot up corvery. Where like I don't know what happened on my intramural team in college, but I hit. I think I went like four for six from three point range. You just like in the corner, you just could not fucking touch. Just could not leave me alone. That's a great. It's a great night. It was. It was. A, it was a magical night. Um, somewhere up there with my child being born and getting married. Um. Well, listen, I don't. Uh, what, what what are you excited about? So you're done with the Wizards? I please go check the Patreon out if you want to hear the full not safe for what's worse than not safe for work. <laughs> just not safe to consider. Just not safe to <laughs> for reality. Just, yeah, just in general. But no, nah, I mean, look, I'll never be done, but I'm definitely on a break. I'm on a long term break. Uh, I mean, I think to me are, the chasm feels like it's really the or like. Uh, Dude, just trade Brad. separate relationship with Bradley Beal. That just let it go, like. man. I'm just sick of it. I don't want to hear it anymore. I don't want to hear about any plays he's ever made. Play make these nuts, dude. Have fun somewhere where you don't have to be number one. Because guess what, well, my man? You are not a great number one. You're pretty good, but you are not great. Would you root for him if he joined the Sixers this year? Yes. Brad for Ben, I'll do it right now. See, if I'm Daryl Morey, I know the the you don't I understand the predicament that he's in. This is basically like the one chip you have to play. This is the one thing you have. Dude, but dude, so many teams have been in this position and left with nothing. I know. I am a fan of <laughs> One of the uh, these th- this has happened to us many times where we have been left with a bag that we didn't have to be left with. Just trade them, get something. And Brad I mean, is better. Brad is amazing. Brad's better than Tobias Harris at this, what the Sixers need. The Sixers, like, he would fit so well on their team. Yeah, man. Because come Probably on. Probably win in the East if, they, if you get Bradley Beal. Yeah. So just get it done. And it's a good situation for us because Brad, you know, is more money on paper. So we would get, we'd probably walk away with, I feel like we could get banned and one of their guards, they have, they could, they'd have to give us like who either shake or maxi. I mean, shake. Cause he's hurt. Right. So you just toss a shake Milton and like any pick. It doesn't even have to be a first-round pick because guess what? The Sixers are going to be picking late in the first round anyway. Yeah, it doesn't matter. So it doesn't even matter. Just a pick, shake, Ben. You get Bradley Beal. You win the East. Enjoy your life. Everybody's happy because I I just don't need to watch this anymore. Well, I'm glad that you're at least relieved, like, you know, released from that responsibility. You're a Hornets fan now. 
I'm not a Hornets fan. I'm a fan no. of the Airbuds podcast. The Hornets fan. Don't do that to me. All right, that's fair. That's fair. I apologize. Don't do that to me. Well, Jamel. No, no. Let's just run through these real quick. Who was your least favorite player player growing up, OJ? He asked. Least favorite player growing up. Well, do you remember? I feel like this is something that you, you get mad at me talking about. Um, but, like, you still respected LeBron even when he was whooping your guys' butt, right? Well, not really. I, I'd re- like it was a weird sensation growing up and being like Michael Jordan removed my team from the playoffs in like the most painful way possible that it was a fucking Gatorade commercial and I still had his fucking poster on my wall. I mean, I had the same thing with Kobe. I didn't want to see Kobe succeed. I yeah, I like my least favorite player. I don't even remember. I mean, because the Cavs were bad. My least favorite player was Greg Ostertag. Honestly, I I did hate like Chauncey. I hated Chauncey Billups real hard when that during that Pistons team in the early LeBron days. I hated Popeye Jones when he was on the Wizards. I hate I hated Chauncey because like he had the name of Mister Big Shot, but it feels like he got the nickname before he ever made a big shot. All right, hit me with another. All right. Uh, Shawnee Delavadova. Uh, underappreciated by their previous poorly run franchises is what I mean. Uh, not put into... Oh, wait. Hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Never mind. That I thought that was a question. Anyway, shouts out to Shawnee. Here's a real question from Jordan A. Uh, have you ever checked out any of the Athletes Unlimited games yet? Not yet. Courtney Williams back on the floor. Natasha Cloud back on the floor. You, how, what, what's your what, what do you what do you think about him? Um, I've, I've only seen a couple of highlight reels. I actually haven't watched the game. I don't even understand what it is. It's like, what is this like? It's like um, it's basketball and volleyball and softball too, right? And they're just like draft. They draft all the time, right? So it's just like random games, and they're just down in Florida again? There's five weeks about. I should know this. Because it's like um, they play um, unlimited, you know, like with athletes. Athletes compete in innovative versions of their sports. This new scoring system recognizes both team and individual play. I, I got to watch this. I got to watch this. I'm, ex- I'm excited about it. Um, if any, for no other reason than Courtney Williams is out there, back at it. Uh, any And also anything to take my mind off, Elena Deladon having a board ape NFT. Uh, I do not support cartoon monkeys, but I do like the shotgun apparatus that she is promoting. It's called Shot Fun. For all you uh, college kids listening, stay in school and buy yourself a shot fun beer shotgunning apparatus. It, it is. I mean, it looks like a gun. You put your beer inside of a shotgun. It's like, you know, cartoon colors. It's like blue and green. And then you feels, pump it and then the beer goes right into your head. I don't I don't I don't love that. 
I mean, it's not ideal. Um, not great, given the, the the current climate. I'll say that. Well, yeah. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh... <laughs> Uh, make sure to donate to every town and uh we got the we're taking we're taking the we're we're, we're giving the points rams three and a half we'll be back next week with some more football talk and uh hopefully mike benner we're giving you the points we'll just give them to you take them take the points take them i don't care beat me take my money joe burrow take my kids child take my kids fucking college fund yeah, my great grandkids. Says I, I just watched the the season two of The Sopranos with the sporting goods store, so I'm really, I, I got the best lesson from that was keep betting. I do agree. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>